0: Hour number three of Beckuel Daily, presented by BetMGM, starts right now. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Still to come, we will have our lightning bets and talk about the NFL awards now that the markets have closed there. But first, let's get to sports betting expert Sammy P. of Nesson. Please make sure to follow him on X at SP Shoot. Sammy, you were high on Michigan all season long, and they wind up winning the national championship. But when it comes to next year, the Wolverines are 9-1 at BetMGM to take it all and repeat. Are you running to the window to place another bet on Michigan to win it all?
1: Oh, Jesus. Let me let me get over this hangover before I think about next year. <laughs> <Lord>. um, <laughs> who do you like in the 2028 presidential election? I don't know. Um, look, I mean, <laughs> here's what you do with the future stuff next year. You know, you're not going to really get any value on, like, the Georgias and the Bamas of the world because they're always going to be priced short and you could bet those prices, you know, July, August, even probably early September. I think what you have to do now, if you're mining for futures is, is look for those teams that have, you know, high upside teams in like the 30 to 50 to one range, because a lot of those teams are going to get whacked and they're going to move down. But I, I don't think there's really any point in betting a lot of these favorites, especially a national champion like Michigan, because you could probably get a number like that, six months from now. What you want to do now, like the first college football bet I made for next season is uh, Cam Rising to win the Heisman. He's coming back to Utah. Um, he's like 38 years old, so he knows the system really well. And and that's a guy that, you know, if he puts up numbers, we're talking about very lively, um, you know, a, a guy from 70 to one that could potentially be 30-1 to 1 by week three. So when it comes to team or individual stuff in college, I, I don't play the favorites early because you can get those numbers um, for months on end. You want, you want to find the, the bigger numbers that probably won't be there by the time the season kicks off.
2: Yeah, for sure. It's going to be interesting to see how those numbers change, if at all, since we have the expanded format and so many people are going to be uh, a part of the dance. All right, so you're based in Boston, and it's fresh in our mind at the end of the college football season. Now, uh, something I've seen a lot over the last week. I don't, I don't know if the chatter's going on there. Like for a while, it's it's whichever the te- whatever the teams are. Everybody's saying Caleb won, Drake may two, and the interesting part is. Now, what do the Patriots do? A lot of people said, oh, Jaden Daniels is the guy. What What are you doing at three? Are you going Daniels? Are you going Harrison? Or maybe Joe Alt?
1: Three is really where the draft gets interesting, as you know, Joe, mm-hmm. because it's, it's quarterback, quarterback one and two, whether it's Caleb or Drake, as you said. It, it could be one of those guys, either one, either slot. But then, you know, the Patriots have a really tough decision they can take a quarterback for sure. But I, I just – I've always thought – it's kind of like the old fantasy football strategy. If you're picking fourth and the first three guys are running backs, do you want the fourth best running back or the best receiver? Like, to me, it's the best receiver. I'd rather have Ceedee Lamb or Justin Jefferson than Austin Eckler. It's it's a different conversation because you're building a franchise, not like a fantasy team that nobody cares about. But I, I <laughs> would think that Marvin Harrison Jr. would be the move. and And, and from there – you could have a serious run on receivers. Like, there's a world where it goes Williams, May, Harrison, and then maybe, like, Roma Dunze from Washington goes fourth because Arizona clearly is going to keep Kyler. They, they need a receiver. And then maybe it's Malik Neighbors going five to the Giants. Like, if, if it's receiver at three, the next two could be receiver. If it's quarterback, then then it gets really interesting because then the team that needs a quarterback is going to be desperate to get the fourth quarterback. So, it's yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree with you. Three is where the draft's going to pivot. If I'm the Patriots, you take Marvin Harrison Jr. Dude, they haven't had a good receiver. Like, I don't want to say Edelman because Edelman was kind of like a, a diamond in the rough. They haven't had a legit receiver since Randy Moss.
2: Bill can't pick game him.
1: Like, like this. Right? What's that? Bill, I say Bill, it's a
2: bad history of picking receivers, the ones he brings
1: in. Well, it, right, and that's a different conversation. I mean, we could talk about mm-hmm. who's going to be coaching and who's going to be drafting in New England, but we don't. We don't have that type of time today. I, I mean, Harrison would be the move for me because they—they they literally, like I, I joked about this all week long on radio and TV last week. There might be better receiving talent at Washington than there is in New England, <laughs> and that's sad, <laughs> but it's true. I mean, their receivers absolutely yeah. suck. <laughs>
2: Well, I did want to ask you about Bill Belichick. Obviously, he's under contract and just had a meeting with Kraft. What do you think happens with that situation?
1: I mean, it's a very interesting question, Hawk. I the team is the team in itself, like the roster, and I know some of the guys on the team, like they're just depressed to go to work. And I think we've all been there at some point in our life. We just hate going somewhere, hate doing something, and it it's just it's no fun it's like boot camp but you're also horrible at football so like nobody really wanted to go to work and i I know that bills you know the best coach of all time or whatever but you go back and look at what they've done without brady and it's it's not good i mean they they tried the cam newton thing that didn't work out they had the second easiest schedule in football they go 10 and 7 in max rookie year and then get absolutely pasted in the playoffs and then the last two years it just got worse and worse so I, I don't know how, how they can let Bill keep putting like in, his insight into the drafts and stuff. Cause like you, you go back and look from like the 2020 draft on, if you can even go back to like 2018, there are not a lot of hits in the draft and they also don't spend money in free agency. So this roster since Brady left has just gotten worse and worse and worse. And I, I get the farewell tour and give him a little rah-rah and let him go out one more time. But, I mean, if he's back next year, they're only going to win four or five games because it's just like nobody cares anymore. It's like there's playing off the string, and then there's whatever's going on in New England, and it's not good. It's not good. Sam, how about we pivot to uh, games
0: that are actually going to be played this weekend, and let's start with something that's not too far from Boston, the Steelers and the Bills. Right now, Buffalo's a 10-point favorite. Uh, The total absolutely plummeted uh, with the promising forecast of a bunch of snow. uh, Since ticked back up a little bit at BetMGM with a total of 36.5. How are you playing this one?
1: I kind of lean over. I think that number is just way too overcorrected and – you know those totals sometimes they go even lower, Eddie. You know they might we might see like a 35 on on Friday or Saturday. So I'm I'm just gonna stay patient with that one. I do have some Buffalo, uh, AFC and Super Bowl stuff. I I wanted to do it before the Kansas City game, but I was scared. Like I had it, you know, when we have that bet, like you have it in the app and you just you're waiting to press submit and you can't do it. Like that was me before the Chief game, and of course they win that game and and they've been hot ever since. So. I, I'm gonna just I'm gonna wait that one out. I'm not gonna bet the side. Um, lean to the Steelers, but I, I think that that total at like 35-36 is just a little too low. I mean P- Pittsburgh's gonna Pittsburgh's gonna they're gonna fight in the game, but I just I don't think they have the talent to hang around. So I mean that that might be like a 24 to 24 to 17 final, something like that. That's sort of how I cap it. But there are better angles on the board. My favorite game is, is Kansas City. I know that, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's saying Kansas City's washed and they got no receivers and all that. But, I mean, who had it worse than Miami last couple of weeks? Miami thinks it's going to be the two seed. You're you're at home all postseason until you potentially have to go to Baltimore. Now you're the sixth seed. And you got to take that offense that can't play in cold weather and put them outside on a Saturday night at Arrowhead in zero-degree weather. I mean, that, that is the worst fall from great That team – was literally in the driver's seat, and now you got to go to Kansas City against that defense. In those elements, the Dolphins never win in the cold, ever. And now you got to go. It's like I saw the low minus three degrees. Good luck. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's going to be windy too. Uh, the market's with you. C 4s popping. I, I think it's those are going to be painted across. Uh, another number that's been moving at some Vegas shops is Dallas up to eight now. Where do you stand on Cowboys Packers?
1: Uh, uh, I just I wish they had a different coach. It's just very hard for me no. to uh, to lay points with McCarthy. I, you know, when, when Dallas played Detroit, I, I coined it the Mensa Bowl because you have two just geniuses, Dan Campbell and Mike McCarthy. Just Mensa minds at the fullest. Um, there is that angle, and I know you guys have probably talked about it, where you have the quarterbacks making their first playoff starts, and it's usually not good. It's like 40%. ATS, maybe 38%. So you're talking about your Jordan Loves and your Tua's and all that. The Packers actually have a pretty good pass offense, and I was reading Summer Sports' Eric Eager's site, and Dallas and Green Bay are both top five in passing EPA, um, expected points added for play. So these are two very efficient offenses. Obviously, we, we all know about Dallas because of Dak and Lamb and Brandon Cooks, but Green Bay's been playing really well offensively. Um, especially the last five or six weeks. So maybe a lean to the over. I'm not laying points at the Cowboys for sure. And I, I, I'll tell you what, we just talked about Belichick a couple minutes ago. Can you imagine if Dallas loses this game outright and Jerry Jones oh, whacks the and says, you know He's who gone. will fix this? Belichick. Yeah. Yep. Who, who comes in? Belichick. Because, like, that would be, I mean, that would be the perfect landing spot for Belichick. Hey, do you want to coach Dak and Lamb and Micah Parsons? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I'm going to stay in New England with Bailey Zappi and Demario Douglas and a bunch of bums. <laughs> no, like, that would be the perfect. That would be the perfect situation for Belichick if if McCarthy and the Cowboys blow it again in the first round.
2: Oh man! I just from a fan perspective, I would love to see it. What is one of your favorite plays for Wild Card Weekend that we haven't touched on?
1: Yeah. So I. I have a a second leg of a parlay left with Kansas City. I did Michigan and Kansas City money line, so that's halfway home. Um, The only other bet that I'm I'm thinking about making, and, again, I don't make a lot of plays in the playoffs. People are always like, who do you like in every game? I'm like, chill. Like, these lines are super tight. There's not a lot of edges. I'm just – I'm a little worried, Hawk, that this is so popular that it's going to be just roadkill by the second quarter. I I want (laughs) to take the Rams. I do. I, I want yeah. like this is this is part, you, you have a really good offense inside, healthy. Stafford, Cup, Nakua, Kyron Williams. The line is better. You have McVeigh against a moron. You got a lot of things working in your favor. <laughs> the problem is, is it like it's, yep. it's probably the, the most like when your mailman drops off the mail today. Ask him who he likes in Rams and Lions, and if he says Rams, abort mission. Because that's the only oh, like, I'm that's the only thing
0: <laughs> that's uh, the
1: only thing don't, that's keeping me off of it. I think it's going to be even, so popular. Don't even. So you're telling me that the bartender is going to be on the Rams. Is
2: that what you're saying?
1: I, I, no, I, I don't know who the bartender is going to be on. But, like, what that you, is. That is the there. trendy dog already on a Tuesday. I know. And the, I hate look, it. the trendy first round playoff road underdog is usually a bad team to be on. I'm just that's just the way it goes.
0: Mm-hmm. Why why are you implying the bartender, Joe? Like are we saying uh Sammy P likes to frequent such establishments? Is that our uh conclusion here?
2: <laughs> no, it's it's easy. He's got a he's got a fade that uh has a very high hit rate that he always tweets out, and it's the bartender. And that's my concern as someone who does like the Rams. I, I wanted this matchup for weeks, and I've been saying I'm going to bet that game and the Rams are going to win. But I think Sam's right. Like, I do get the sense already, like, everybody's going to be on that side.
1: Can we, you know, I'm curious. You know, at, at, yes, some Sam, point, at some point in this postseason, and you can write this down right now, at some point in this postseason, Dan Campbell is going to go on tilt and do something irrevocably stupid. Like, I'm trying mm-hmm. to figure out whether it's, like, he's down eight and kicks a field goal on fourth and three from the ten to go down five with, like, three minutes to go, and they never get the ball back, or he goes for it, like, fourth and one from his own 15, and they don't. get Like, he's going to do something so stupid that derails a very talented team from doing anything. Like, like he's going to do something very soon that ruins their season.
2: Oh, like LaPorta? Nice. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that thing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, About a minute to go here, Sam. Uh, Are there any playoff futures that you want to bet into? Say, like, uh, playoff matchups for the Super Bowl or, you know, passing leader, rushing leader, anything like that?
1: Uh, Yeah, we talked about this on the show yesterday. I I don't love it because these are dice rolls, but I I thought it was funny that for, like, the passing yardage leader in the playoffs, Brock Purdy was – fifth on the list at eight to one. jack's a favorite, then it's Allen, then Mahomes, then I think Jackson. But I mean to me the NFC runs through San Francisco and they're gonna play not that they have the bye of course, but they're going to the Super Bowl. So I feel like with the the games that he'll have at his disposal with the weaponry and, and the and the schematics, I don't hate a poke on Purdy, but Obviously, you want a quarterback that's going to play in in the most games, and I think I think they're going to the Super Bowl. So a little bet, like a hundred dollar bet to win eight hundred. I, I don't have a big edge, but we're gambling, and that's what we do in markets like that.
0: <laughs> I like it,
1: Sammy P of
0: Nesson, Please make sure to follow him on X at shoot. Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, Sam. You bet. A, a poke on uh, a poke on Purdy. Is that the phrase poke we're
2: using now? Who, who, took, who took uh Purdy for passing yard leader in the playoffs? One of you guys did. Who, t- who did that one? What me. Aaron.
0: Was yeah, Aaron? That's what I thought. So Aaron. she took Plus a Pokemon Purdy. There you go. Nice. Poking. This is BecuL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next. Our NFL Awards bets are already set, but how confident are we feeling about them? Our recaps are coming up right here on the BeckQL Network.